0: Welcome to the Real World Nutrition Podcast. This is Episode 88, Embracing Flexibility, the Health Benefits of the Flexitarian Diet. Hello, everyone. I am Shelly Ryle, Registered Dietitian, Nutritionist, and the host of the Real World Nutrition Podcast, where we delve into practical and realistic approaches to healthy eating and explore how nutrition impacts us in our everyday lives. Today, we're diving into the world of the flexitarian diet. Now, I do not promote many diets. Now, I've said this in the past. Diet is an overall pattern of eating, and some people view this as a restriction or punishment approach diet, when diet is merely a pattern of eating. So when I do talk about various diets, like the Mediterranean diet or the DASH diet or today's topic, the flexitarian diet, I want you to realize when I talk about this, this is not a restrictive thing I'm talking about. I am talking about an overall pattern of eating. So let's get into the flexitarian diet and what this is. Now... People often tell me that they have a desire to follow a plant-based diet, which is somewhat of a new name for the vegetarian diet. And I did a previous episode a long time ago in episode 15 about the difference between plant-based and vegetarian diet. So I have a link to that in the show notes. But I have people who want to have this approach of vegetarianism, but don't want to give up meat entirely. Now, first I need to say this. There are no rules for following a vegetarian or plant-based eating. So there are general guidelines, there's different types of vegetarianism, but truly no one is going to kick you out of their club or arrest you if you don't follow everything to the letter. So If somebody wants to indulge in some prime rib or even ribs on occasion, but follow a mostly vegetarian diet, that's okay. So this occasional desire for meat in whatever form that may be is where the flexibility of this flexitarian approach comes in. So let me go into more detail about what is flexitarian. Flexitarian follows primarily plant-based diet, but occasionally incorporates meat and other animal products. So we say, let's think of this as the best of both worlds. Being vegetarian, but also being an omnivore. So omnivore choosing both plant and animal-based foods. So you choose what to eat while focusing on increasing your intake of plant foods. So this could be, you're going out to eat with friends, and you don't want to have to worry about whether or not the meal or the food that you order has animal products in it. So you're just going to not worry about it for that time. So you might wonder, why somebody want to be flexitarian? Well, really, the potential benefits without the herd or common restrictions or um, lists of no foods that are off limits while increasing your plant intake. So it's really a flexible eating approach. That's why it's called the flexitarian diet. There's other potential reasons to consider this approach to eating. There's health benefits, improved heart health. So the more plant-based foods you integrate into your diet, the better for your heart that is. There are studies that have shown that flexitarian eating can reduce the risk of heart disease, lower blood pressure, and improve overall cardiovascular benefits. And plant-based foods like fruits, vegetables, whole grains, and legumes have heart-friendly nutrients like fiber, antioxidants, and mostly healthy fats. Now, I've said the word diet, I do say diet is really an overall eating pattern But some people do wanna know about weight management. So we do not like counting calories, we don't like restricting ourselves to certain types of foods or certain numbers of foods. So the flexitarian approach might also, might work here for weight management. Because this emphasis is on plant foods, this does tend to lead to lower calorie intake while also providing essential nutrients. Plant-based meals are more filling, once again, because of that higher fiber content. So you can satisfy your hunger without the potential of overconsuming. Now, here's your GI health benefit, easier digestion. Once again, fiber rules here. So when it comes to your digestive system, we call fiber nature's broom. So the flexitarian diet can do wonders for your gut health and benefit your colon health or your large intestine, and then the end result, colon health. Plant-based foods, once again, rich in fiber, and it helps reduce the risk of constipation. Now, here's one that people don't always think about, but here it is reduced environmental impact. This is where you don't have to go completely meatless, but reducing your meat consumption and choosing more plants in your diet reduces your carbon footprint and can help with combating climate change. So animal agriculture does contribute to greenhouse gas emissions, deforestation, and water pollution. Now I'm not saying we have to eliminate this altogether, animal consumption, this is the flexitarian approach. So you can reduce your intake of animal foods and have a better better outcome for the environment. Now, one more key here is more nutrient diversity. Because we encourage incorporating plant foods into your meals, this could provide various nutrients. Again, fruits, vegetables, whole grains, nuts, seeds, they all have their own unique nutrition profiles and can potentially increase your vitamin and mineral intake. Now, you don't have to go to the flexitarian approach to increase your intake of plants. This is the thing. Following a flexitarian diet is about balance and mindfulness. We want to incorporate more of those plant-based foods and be selective when including animal products. When we are selective with including our animal products, we can more often choose for higher quality meats when we're limiting that to an occasional treat rather than the focus of your plate. The flexitarian diet is not a highly restrictive diet, but again, it's something that people choose to do if they want to reduce their meat consumption. It's realistic. It's adaptable. So we can put our health first, but also still enjoy meat and plant eating. We want to have that balance. We all should incorporate more plant-based foods into our meals. And the flexitarian approach is one of those things that we can do to help focus on more plant foods while still having occasional meat. Now, when I say meat, we have to recognize that vegetarianism can include fish, can include chicken or poultry, it just depends on the type of vegetarian. So meat can be however definition you find it. So it's finding what works for you in real world nutrition. If you're ready to embrace the flexibility of the flexitarian diet and enjoy trying new textures, new flavors, your health and potentially the planet will help you with this. Now, if you want to learn more about implementing the flexitarian approach to your life, I encourage you to schedule a free 30-minute introductory call with me where we can talk about how you can implement the flexitarian approach or any other approach that you may have heard about or that I've talked about in the past and how that can apply to your life. Thank you for joining me in this episode of Real World Nutrition. I always hope you find valuable insights into what I have to share with you on the Real World Nutrition podcast, and if the flexitarian diet is right for you, how you can start thinking about it more into your eating habits. Now, keep in mind, follow the show. This comes out every single Friday when you wake up in your favorite podcast app or platform. And until then, consider having a real-world nutrition approach to your everyday eating. You take care. Bye for now.